0: G'day everyone, welcome to the journey this week, Christmas Eve That's what we're celebrating today in today's show We're just uh, right on the eve of this most wonderful, wonderful event in human history The birth of Jesus, is, uh, as C.S. Lewis described it This secret mission of, of, uh, of our Father To come and get us back It's like the movie Ransom Well, like all good stories That movie Ransom is a good story It follows the story the big Theo drama, and that's what we're diving into today, the the beautiful story of Christmas on this Christmas Eve. Now, the Journey's a program that goes out right around the country, as most of you would know, but some might be listening in for the first time, into radio stations right around Australia. So privileged to be able to work with a wonderful bunch of, of people in the Catholic world who are contributing to this ministry, which is Christian Radio, and we've got some great people for you today to do just that. We're going to be hearing from Sister Mary Ellen Hill. She's, uh, she's fantastic, and she's, she's going to talk to us about rejoicing in this time of Christmas. Father Sean Cullen's with us too. He's a parish priest down in the Southern Highlands. He looks after that area of Mittagong and Barrel and he's a good, good man. And He wants to talk about the symbolism of the radiant light of, of Jesus, the light coming into the world at the birth of, of Jesus in Bethlehem. In his segment, The Word, Father Tony Percy is going to talk to us about faith, breaking through our fears, just as Mary and Joseph had to do in, in this uh, in this time, these pivotal moments in the story of salvation. you love what Father Tony's got to say. Wisdom from the Abbey, Mother Hilda Scott, she's going to remind us that you, well, you and I, but you specifically, and I specifically, are the reason for the season. The Father's love was such that he would have enacted this plan, this plan of salvation, just for you. But to kick us off, we've got an awesome fella, Father Josh Whitehead, he's going to talk to us all about Christmas Eve, as we break open the Gospel reading for for Christmas Eve Mass, which is Luke 1, 26-38, we hear the words of Mary, I am the handmaid of the Lord, and that's the reading for for the Sunday leading into Christmas, Not, 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 as I said, the Sunday Christmas Eve Mass. There's there's, there's, There's a couple of church services on today. There's the Saturday and the Sunday readings and then you've got the Sunday night which will be Christmas Eve and Monday the readings for Christmas. A little bit confusing but we're actually on the readings for the fourth Sunday of Advent, the evening which will actually be Christmas Eve. And Father Josh as I said is going to break open this yes that Mary gave to the Lord's call on her life and the trust that was shown in that. So lots to get through. Some wonderful music too in the mix as well. After we hear from Father Josh, we're going to be hearing from Paul Beloshi, Angels from the Realms of Glory, Emmanuel. Got plenty of other great music in there too. Some of my absolute favourites. We've got Chris Tomlin, Phil Wickham, a few others in there. You're going to love today's show. Thanks so much for joining us. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and you're on the journey.
1: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary. He went in and he said to her, Rejoice, so highly favoured, the Lord is with you. She was deeply disturbed by these words and asked herself what this greeting could mean. But the angel said to her, "'Mary, do not be afraid. You have won God's favour. "'Listen, you are to conceive and bear a son, and you must name him Jesus. "'He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. "'The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David.' He will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and his reign will have no end. Mary said to the angel, But how can this come about, since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the angel answered, and the power of the Most High will cover you with its shadow. And so the child will be holy and will be called Son of God. Know this too, Your kinswoman Elizabeth has, in her old age, herself conceived a son, and she whom people called barren is now in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible to God. I am the handmaid of the Lord, said Mary. Let what you have said be done to me. And the angel left her. The Gospel of the Lord. And now, the Gospel Reflection with Father Joshua Whitehead.
2: I love Christmas Eve, as he says, rubbing his hands. It's a time of preparation, it's a time of joy, and primarily it's a time of anticipation, particularly as people start gathering tonight to come together to celebrate the most amazing thing to happen in the whole history of humanity, God becoming human. But it's a difficult time for some, particularly if we come from imperfect families. Jesus himself came from an imperfect family. He had a foster father, Joseph. He was conceived before marriage. But it is through this imperfection, however, that God chooses, God chooses to reveal God's own self in the biblical story, in the most clear way for us. Imagine an ark or a rainbow. The story of salvation history begins with the creation of a perfect world in Genesis. But then it carries on through the story of the fall, and it gets to a certain point in time where God promises to David, I will make you a house. I will secure your sovereignty through your line. And it's a precursor to Jesus. Salvation history continues through every single one of the prophets calling people back to relationship with Jesus. And friends, it reaches its high point with Jesus' birth. Jesus is fully revealed through an infant in a vulnerable child. And it happened, this is, the, this is the amazing thing, it happens through a human yes. Through Mary's saying, yes, I will be your servant. Now, remember this arc, Genesis, biblical prophets, birth of Jesus. The arc continues down to this moment in time on the 25th of December, 2023, right into our living room. Salvation history continues into the here and the now because we're part of this history. We have an opportunity to be part of the biblical story by saying yes ourselves to God, by making God visible through our yes. Up in the Sunshine Coast Parish, which I lead, Our Lady of the Rosary, for the past nearly exactly 12 months, we've been praying a year of yes. We've been saying a prayer at the end of every Mass for the entire year. And I'd like to conclude this time of Advent by inviting you to say yes in your heart to the presence of God in your life. And so together, let us pray. Today and every day... I say yes to you, O Lord. In the same way that Mary said yes to your invitation, I say yes to your Son's presence in my life. May my yes, by the power of your Holy Spirit, allow you to use all the talents, skills, and gifts you have given me for the purpose of building up your body and our community. We make this prayer, through Christ our Lord, Amen.
1: You're listening to The Journey Music, interviews, and wisdom for living life to the full.
3: God is with us, even now His love is here Come and worship, worship Christ the newborn King God is with us
1: Listening to The Journey. Music, Interviews, and Wisdom for Living Life to the Full. Now, Wisdom from the Abbey with Mother Hilda.
4: I knew someone once, we used to call her Billy. She'd be really pleased I'm telling you this. She's in heaven as I speak. As an old lady, Billy would sit in our church every Christmas and cry. It was because every Christmas she would remember the years past when, as a young alcoholic mother, she'd spend Christmas Day, and indeed most days, in an alcoholic haze. And her four small children would always do without. She remembered their disappointed little faces when they saw that Santa had been to every other house in the street, but not theirs. And no matter how many years she lived in sobriety those memories would always come up to haunt her she didn't know then what she knows now there are lots of billies out there i know people who've deliberately gone away this christmas so they don't have to face the past or relatives with whom they have differences i know people who've been dreading today i know people who are not looking forward to sitting down to a christmas dinner with everyone else because someone they loved is no longer alive and therefore not there. Or they have someone who hasn't remembered them this Christmas and it's a knife in their heart. So often Christmas tends to show up what divides us, what's unhealed, who and what is missing. Grief is so often worse at Christmas. That makes sense, really, because today we celebrate the person Jesus who does unite, who heals, who restores, and who, by his very presence in our lives, tells us that things don't have to stay the way they are. I wish Billy had seen that. She could have lived without the haunting memories. God has truly come, and he's come to unite what's divided, to heal what's broken, to restore who and what's been lost, to captivate us as only a little baby can, And make us see that all things are possible. And you know the truth? It's this. He came for you. There was a phrase a long time ago that said, Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus would say, you are the reason for the season. You, haunted with memories today. I came for you. You, running away because you can't face people. I came for you. You, sitting on your own with no one around you, I came for you. You, frightened about what's to come, I came for you. Can you hear me, God says? I came for you. Bethlehem for me is wherever you are. I came to give you fresh memories. I came to fill you with courage for what's to come. I came to restore what's been lost. He has a vested interest in us getting the message this Christmas and every Christmas. He's hoping that throughout this coming year, you let him make a difference in your life, that you'll let him keep coming. When you wish someone a happy Christmas today, may I suggest that you look them in the eye and when you utter the words, happy Christmas, pray swiftly in your heart for that person. May you know that he came for you. Go fill as many houses and streets as possible with that wish and prayer. Souls will hear it, and the Christmas good news will truly have come. An angel, you, will have visited them and told their hearts, I bring you tidings of great joy, for today in your Bethlehem a Saviour has been born for you. The Benedictine nuns of Jamboree will pray especially this Christmas that you, the listener, will feel that prayer deep within you. A very happy Christmas to you all.
0: Well, thanks so much to Mother Hilda Scott there. Beautiful piece that she had reminding us for this fourth Sunday of Advent, just on the cusp of Christmas Eve. And she's reminding us that you are the reason for this season. And it's a beautiful season, but as she says, sometimes it's just it's a it's a very emotional time too, particularly for people that have suffered loss and grief, and that's part of the human condition, isn't it? And and that's um that's where God's with us in the midst of of all of this. God is with us. That's that's Emmanuel. That's that's what Christmas is all about. Coming up now, we'll get some more music. Chris Tomlin, the song's called Christmas Day. After the break, we'll hear some more music. Christophari, the angel Gabriel. I love this song. Actually, I sung it at a, uh, at a service just last week, and I hadn't heard it, and I had to sing it, I, I, I had to listen to it a few times, and it's just beautiful. I'll be, I'll be singing it again, given the chance. After that, Father Tony Percy, he's going to talk to us about faith, and the faith of Mary, and the faith of Joseph, and breaking through fear, and, and living in trust. That's all after the break. Faith, hope, love, and life. My name's Jude Hennessy. So glad you joined us on the journey.
1: Together on the journey, faith, hope, and love for life in all its fullness. The Word with Father Tony Percy. This week, faith.
5: Christmas is upon us, and it's an extraordinary event, obviously. We have God entering the world, the mysterious, transcendent God entering the world. After the angel came to Mary, Mary broke through her fear, as did Joseph. And Mary said, yes, I will do what is being asked of me. Heaven knows what she thought at that time, but slowly, I guess over time, she began to realize more and more the mystery of what had taken place. Mary was uh, 13 or 14 or 15, certainly no more, the historians and scripture scholars and theologians tell us. She lived in Nazareth, a place not even mentioned in the Old Testament. And there, the baby grew in her womb for nine months and then eventually, in obedience to a census, they went down the Jordan Valley for a good walk, probably about a hundred kilometres or so. It would have taken a number of days. When she arrives there in Bethlehem, which is a very hilly city, she gives birth to Jesus in a basement. Bethlehem, we think the name means the city of bread. So how appropriate that Jesus, who would later in life go on to call himself the bread of life, was born in the city of bread, Bethlehem. And there he was born in poverty, just along with the angels appearing eventually, but also those animals. So it's an incredible mystery. And Joseph at his side, the word Joseph means God will add. The word Jesus, of course, means God saves. And then the word Christ means the anointed one. We will not get our minds around this, as John Chrysostom said, forget about trying to get your mind around it. It's faith. And of course, faith is a light, Faith is a light. Reasons a light but faith is a much more powerful light and you might find it interesting in the first reading from the midnight mass a great light appears and it's uh, Isaiah from the prophet Isaiah. The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light so that's how we understand it. Faith gives us a great light to see God but also to see ourselves and to see others in the human condition. So the baby Jesus, completely dependent on Mary and Joseph, what great figures they are. And then let's have a look around now this Christmas to see who is dependent on us. And let's try and respond uh, to the needs of those people as Mary and Joseph responded uh, to the needs of the baby Jesus, the child Jesus.
0: Well, thanks so much to Father Tony Percy there. I must say, he's one of the great additions to the show this year, and his stuff is just so good and been so well received. Don't forget, if you want to listen to that again or to any of the stuff that you hear today or any of the stuff that you've heard during the year, perhaps you want to go digging for a particular topic. Well, if you do, just go to jcr.org.au, all these little God spots, and we have five a week. so That's a lot in the course of a year. You can go and dive into those, listen to them, pass them on to friends. A lot of people use them as uh, as the fuel. And the starting point for, for small groups that they use as part of church groups, you know, particularly when they're breaking open the scriptures, we don't mind. It's all there for free. This show is just something we do at no cost to anyone. And, um, it's just, as I said at the start of the show, such a privilege to be able to contribute to the thing that is Christian radio, this ministry. And lots of people get this as a podcast too. Don't forget, go to jcr.org.au. You can sign up. We can send this to you, particularly if you're traveling over the Christmas break, and you can get this sent to you. And we do send it to you as a as a podcast link. But of course, keep listening in through your local Christian radio stations too. Coming up after the break, Father Sean Cullen is going to talk about the imagery of light that is very much a part of of Christ's coming into the world and Christmas and of the birth of Jesus. You'll love what he's got to say. First up, though, here's some more music Phil Wickham and the song Silent Night. Faith, hope, love, and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and you're still on the journey. <laughs>
1: Hope, love and life. This is the journey. Now a reflection for Christmas Day. Here's Father Sean Cullen from Corpus Christi Parish, Mittagong
6: Barrel. The traditional belief is that Jesus was born at night, a belief that contains powerful symbolism. It is certainly true that Jesus came into a world that was engulfed in spiritual darkness. Caesar ruled with force, the basis of his government. Slavery was the primary source of labor. Violence was the primary mode of entertainment. Coming into this darkened world, Jesus' birth was like a rising sun. St. John wrote, The real light which gives light to every person was coming into the world. There are striking parallels with the everyday event of the rising sun and the climactic event of Christmas Day. For one thing, it marked the start of something new. Jesus came to speak of God as a wise, compassionate and loving Father. By word and deed, Jesus proclaimed this revolutionary concept of God and, little by little, it took root. His coming also brought a new understanding of the human person. He started showing respect for the lowest and least. He spent time with outcasts. He proclaimed the worth of every person and slowly this reconstructed society. The other characteristic of the sun rising that symbolises the birth of Christ is its power. Once it starts there's no stopping it. Jesus' capacity to fashion victory out of defeat has persisted through the ages. In our darkened world, his way of living seems forgotten and rejected. But always, when the smoke clears, he is still here. The things he represents may be deferred, but not defeated. His coming was and is like a new sunrise. Let us pray. Lord, let us look to the light and know you as a compassionate, loving Father. Amen. Thanks
0: so much to Father Sean Cullen there. What a great and timely reminder on the cusp of Christmas Eve of the fact that God's plan was underway, enacted, and it's uh, it's like trying to turn back the sun, trying to turn back the sunrise and the great coming of light that we associate with the birth of Jesus on the light of the world. So thanks to Father Sean, thanks to Dan Hopper and the guys who've put together this wonderful, wonderful resource called The Sign. So much of what we're taking in this Advent season is coming from our Adre- Advent reflection book. We've got a very early Easter coming up next year and Lent will start actually in February. So that we've, we've already been writing for and preparing for and it's going to print now, the, the Lenten daily reflection guide based on the scriptures of the day. So look out for that. But thank you to all our contributors, and Father Sean is one of them. Another one is Sister Mary Helen Hill. We're going to hear from her after the break and the importance of what it means to and understand the significance of why we should rejoice. Some more music first up, though. Here's Sidewalk Prophets. After the break, Sister Mary Ellen Hill is going to talk to us about rejoicing. Faith, hope, love and life. We're getting near the end, but thanks for joining us on the journey.
3: up the sky, it's the same that appeared and the wise men revered, when hope was born this night, out upon the snowy fields, there's a silent peace that heals, and it echoes the grace of our Savior's embrace, because hope was born this night. Bells ring, I softly church choir sing. It's the song used to praise the ancient days when hope was born this night. There are angels in this place, and my heart resounds with the praise. And like a shepherd, so scared, I'll rejoice and declare that hope
1: Together on the journey, faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness. Now another Christmas reflection. Here's Sister Mary Helen Hill.
7: St. John is a master evangelist. His words set our hearts on fire. You can almost hear, see and touch the Lord himself as John reveals him to us in his letters. In these glorious days of Christmas, as we contemplate the God who is truly with us, We are roused by the command to rejoice you just in the Lord. Give glory to his holy name. Yes, it is the time to enter into that stream of joy. Indeed, the Lord is king. How do we reverence the king? How do we fittingly praise him? The readings today highlight the curious fact that, from his birth to his death, we seem to keep offering our king linen and gold, The wise men recognize the infant king wrapped in swaddling bands, lying in a manger. They fall on their knees and offer him precious gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The apostles recognize Jesus' new mode of presence with us through the resurrection when they find his linen burial cloths abandoned in the tomb. They offer a gift more precious than gold, their faith. We are heirs of these great mysteries of faith. As we kneel before him during these Christmas days, what will we offer him? How will we give glory to his holy name? Let us pray. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. The glorious company of apostles praise you. Amen.
0: Great song to finish, Third Day, Oh Holy Night. I love that song. I'm going to be bashing that out on my piano on Christmas Eve with uh, with my family around me. Thanks so much to Mary Helen Hill there, speaking to us about rejoicing, and really deliberately rejoicing in this beautiful Advent Christmas season. It's been wonderful journeying with you through the, the four Sundays of Advent. That's what we've done today. Tomorrow is Christmas Day, different set of readings. It'll be all very much tomorrow, all about the focus on the birth of Jesus. Next week, we will be doing it all again on the cusp of what will be a new year. Thank you so much to all of you who've listened in for this week and to our many loyal listeners who listen in each and every week to the little words of encouragement we get pretty regularly, but they're just so well received by, well, me and the team. We just we just love it. It's such, such a huge thing when people take the trouble to write and just say thank you and, and encourage you. It's uh, it's massive. And so thank you for a number of you who've done that this year. I hope the show has encouraged you. I hope it's uh, helped you in your journey of faith, and, and I hope certainly it's helped you leading into Christmas to really remember the reason for the season, which is Jesus. And as Sister Hilda reminded us today, well, You. You're the reason for the season. We will be doing it all again next week. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas with with your family and your friends, taking plenty of time to be prayerful and to just land yourself in the love of God and the great miracle of this time of year. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy and you've been on The Journey. The Journey is presented by Jude Hennessy and produced by Max Norden on Darawal
1: Country in the office of the Bishop for the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong.